Hey, if you're anything like me, you've been spending a great deal of your Wednesday watching our DNVR guys take on the altitude guys out there on the real golf course. But if you're nothing like them and you can't swing those clubs and make it look as good as RK and Hank and Vic and Moj are out there doing right now, you got to be like me and download that WGT Golf, the best, most beloved free golf game in the world loved by over 20 million people around the world including the two of us right here on this podcast in fact everybody here at the dnvr family big players of wgt golf you can play us just about any time if you join our country club and challenge us you can also find us on the weekends for big tournaments we play closest to the hole or full stroke play on world famous golf courses including pebble beach beth page black st andrews and more you can get a full top golf experience you can dive into all kinds of fun accessories specific clubs golf balls gloves everything that you can get the apparel make your golfer look dope or you can just play it casually you can have fun with it and you can use it to make up for your lack of skills on the real golf course like i do so make sure to go to dnvrgolf.com and download wgt golf today and go in the air deep right center field two run home run trevor story Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. I I don't want to lose your love tonight. Welcome in to the dnvr rockies podcast brought to you by strava craft coffee remember to use that promo code dnvr20 and you will get 20 percent off your entire purchase of that cbd infused deliciously rich and potentially life-altering strava craft coffee i am your host drew creaseman i'm the managing editor of dnvr rockies with me of course is beat writer patrick lyons and today is the official debut of the DFA show. So welcome to something that we hope to make a unique version of both the DNVR Rockies podcast and live shows. Hopefully you are subscribed to our YouTube channel by not. If if not, now's the time. Now this is the indispensable thing that you need. You got to like it. You got to subscribe so that you don't ever miss any of these. Here's how it's going to work. At the end of the DFA show, we are going to play some fun Rockies trivia game. Last week, I did uh, took my turn at it. I, I managed to do all right. We're going to have the debut of one of you, a DNVR subscriber out there. Our good friend Chris is going to be on the show. Take his chance to hit for the cycle, answer four questions that will increase exponentially in difficulty to try to win himself a sticker pack. That's how we're going to close out the show today we've also got to celebrate a holiday patrick happy bobby bonilla day <laughs> and happy bobby bonilla day to you as well drew that's right i almost forgot to wish you one this morning and it could have been an uncomfortable day for the two of us but i was a little upset as yeah, right. i as i communicated but you know what you came around and better late than never as such that just gives us an excuse to talk about deferred contracts for those of you that don't know what bobby bonilla is or who hopefully you know who bobby bonilla is but what bobby bonilla day is 
because he continues to get paid by the Mets after well after having retired. Uh, we'll get into some of that. And then we'll talk about some Rockies that have also managed to swing this pretty sweet deal of getting paid a lot of money for not playing baseball, which is pretty interesting. Uh, and then, though, before all of that, Patrick, we do have to take care of some news and notes. Some of these things we're going to want to dive into in a little bit more detail in the coming days, but at least some things off the bat that we got to talk about. The Rockies signing Matt Kemp, we've touched on a little bit. The, the newest news uh, for the Rockies today was that they have completed the signing of all of their draft picks. They did get Drew Romo at just a little bit over two million dollars so a nice couple of days for the rockies roster in terms of tightening up and coming together here a bit and they got them for slot value so they don't have to worry about paying any taxes on that and again like you said they were able to sign all six of their draft picks they are now up to two undrafted free agents they they recently came together on a deal with tanner probst uh former louisiana tech player so you know overall they did exactly what they needed to do. It might not have been as creative as some other organizations. You know, uh, the Padres, for one, getting Cole Wilcox in the third round when he was a first-round guy that you and I, Drew, had kind of thought, hey, he, maybe he's a guy you go after at 35. Padres got him, you know, a little bit later. Mets have did some good things. But for what the you know Rockies were, were setting out to do, they got a player that fell to them in Zach Veen. They got a guy that they're really hoping kind of breaks the trend and, and becomes that first-time all-star catcher for their organization, um, as well as a few other guys that are going to contribute to this team in just a few years' time. Yeah, and, and now, you know, the, there was a lot of talk that was going on, and we even asked our friend Kevin Henry, you know, and we were saying it's still a successful draft if they can't lock Drew Romo down. It's just not quite as over-the-moon excited as you would be otherwise. But uh, you don't have to worry about that eventuality now. As it turns out, they were able to lock him up, and that gives the Rockies with a pretty overwhelmingly good draft as a final statement on it i suppose i would i don't know I, I was kind of in that b plus territory night of because i was assuming they were going to sign these guys and that's probably still about where i'd put their overall draft now that they've locked these guys up and, and we're kind of you know we're confident what they're going to look like here on their farm system now a minus b plus draft um they didn't get a massive steal on anybody in terms of underslot value or anything like that um, but they didn't have to dramatically overpay or lose anything for next year. They didn't gain anything for next year by guys opting out or whatever. It's just kind of standard. They got what they got. Very good draft. Yeah, it'll also be hard to evaluate when you don't have those later rounds, even even from rounds 6 True. through 10. And the Rockies historically have, have done well you know, in, in those areas, and all teams are going to have to deal with that. So. You really just got to hope that at least one of those guys, really, their their abilities come to fruition. And between Veen and Romo, if either of those guys do that, you say, okay, yeah, that, that was a, a B-plus draft. If both of those guys really are able to develop the way the Rockies hope they do, this could go down as, as possibly one of the best all-time draft classes the Rockies have ever had. And that's just looking at two guys alone. Yeah. yeah. Could be good. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. As far as the Kemp stuff, uh, I wrote about it today. Hopefully, you've got a chance to read it. Uh, subscribe to the DNVR.com. That one is behind the paywall, not, not like the free one I did on Desmond the other day. But I, I hope you'll find it worth 
the value because, you know, I dove into some of the numbers there, giving some of the reasons why I think Kemp made more sense than Yasiel Puig, for example. Uh, so hopefully people have a chance to go and read that. Patrick, just top line thoughts. Again, this is probably something we, we'll, we'll want to dive into in, in more detail in the future. But top line takeaway on, on Matt Kemp, a longtime Los Angeles Dodger coming to the Colorado Rockies. I think it's a good signing. Uh, they definitely have, have nothing to lose in, in doing so. And, you know, he may have uh, more in the tank than Matt Holiday did. And you saw how well that worked out for both Holiday and the Rockies in, in 2018. Granted, Holiday, you know, wasn't playing day in and day out. But, you know, he did his job very well and was glad to come in off the bench to have a sacrifice fly here and there. And it, I think Kemp can, can provide a lot more of that, especially over, over a 60-game season. And it very well, again, for a minor league deal i mean you you really can't miss on that and there there still is something to hope for especially he was only an all-star just two years ago Uh, and anyone that is a subscriber definitely make sure you check out drew's article because he really illuminates it you know incredibly well that it seems like you know kemp and puig they're probably neck and neck but drew points out several really interesting notes of why it may actually favor kemp by a lot yeah, so check that out if you've got the chance. Patrick, what else is going on in the world of baseball in this day in baseball history? What do we need to know? Well, we have our first trade uh, of this season, I guess, of this new season. Uh, Oakland and San Diego came together on a pack for infielder, outfielder, super utility guy, Jorge Mateo. So he'll be coming to San Diego uh, for a player to be named later. And we might not know the name of that player until 2021. Right. Because it's only guys on the 60 man that you could actually move. So interesting deal for San Diego uh, to get a guy that could you know, be an impact. He's, he's got some fresh legs uh, and he could win a couple ball games for for them should they go into late innings. We also have a, another former Rocky going into the Hall of Fame of sorts. Uh, that would be the Appalachian League Hall of Fame. Dale Murphy was just nah. announced uh, is going to go into uh, the Appalachian League Hall of Fame, uh, one of the, the top minor league systems. Uh, he's going in with in a class with Rick Ankeel, David Wright, Scott Rowland, David Justice, Ron Gidry, Bobby Gritch, a real smorgasbord yeah. of, of guys <laughs> going from of the players, 70s yeah. Love to it. more recent. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Also on this day 28 years ago, a league of their own was released. And that's a film that, yeah, can you believe that? I think I saw that twice no. in theaters when I was wow. a little kid uh, because, again, it's summertime and uh, my mom had to do something with me. So, hey, go shut up and watch a baseball movie for two hours. And I, I certainly didn't care, you know, who was playing baseball. I just wanted to see baseball on the big screen. And, man, those girls could play uh, in, in reality as well as uh, – in, in cinematically, they all look like legitimate ball players from Madonna to Rosie O'Donnell. And I think you and I go back and, and listen to some yeah. some older podcasts from earlier this year where we did a, a kind of a bracketology of, of the greatest sports movies of all time. And, and Drew and I you know, gave our feedback on A League of Their Own. Yeah, our uh, our new segment now that we've only done one time, but where we go back and watch baseball movies with an analytic lens. We did that for Major League a little while ago. That's a great excuse to go back and watch A League of Their Own again and and try to watch it with new eyes. A movie that I would assume both of us have seen at least fifteen times. 
throughout our lives. Just it's also one of those ones that comes on. They put it on the network, or it's been on. I remember when I was a kid. I can't remember what, but one of those things that shows movies a lot. It would just come on, and we would just watch it because it's good. <laughs> hey, free baseball movie. Uh, you, so. you can't change it, and and now through a lens twenty, there's a couple other little things in there that you go, you know, that wasn't. That certainly wasn't PC. I mean, Tom Hanks's character alone in it, you're just like, wow, okay. He cared about these girls, but boy, oh boy, he, he showed it in a very strange way to say the least, right? Yeah, he, he sure did. All right. Well, happy anniversary or birthday or whatever it is to <laughs> A League of Their Own. To the highest grossing baseball movie of all time. Is that right? Yes. It was A League of Their Own. Yeah. We also have a, a new summer collegiate league uh, in Lansing, Michigan. They'll, they'll be playing where the, the lug nuts typically play. It's called the Lemonade League. And they have a couple interesting uh, new wrinkles in this, again, summer collegiate league that is, is just, just popped up out of nowhere. Uh, the first is that they're going to use a yellow baseball. So that will be interesting to awesome. see what it's like. Players will be able to see it better. It keeps in theme with Lemonade. And... The, the second one, which I think you'll definitely love, is if a game is tied after seven innings, it, it's a one-on-one home run derby. Let's go, baby. I'm talking about. Uh, that's my We're thing. Road like, look, trip into Michigan, baby. I, I'm such a weirdo when it comes to what in baseball I demand stay traditional and what I'm totally fine with throwing out the door and doing something crazy. But I think a lot of it just has to do like, look, if we're going to throw the traditions out the door, let's do it for something fun as hell. Let's not do it for, you know, pedantic or silly or monotonous reasons, which is kind of how I feel about the three batter minimum and the can't go to the mound a certain number of times and all that stuff a home run derby when we're tied after extras i like that better than putting a guy at at second honestly because it gives you the illusion that you're playing the same game you were playing before and you're not in a three out game you put a guy at second base you're playing a different game but two ground balls to second base can win you the ball game at that point that's just never the case in baseball um but a home run, like if we're changing it up, change it to something fun. Everyone's playing by the same rules. Home run derby, baby. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. Lemonade League. Hit me up. And and, and <laughs> Lemonade League. And and I and I like the name because that was one of my nicknames in high school. They they called me Lemonade Lions because I wasn't as good as Ice T, but I got the job done, <laughs> which is was very true about my my abilities uh, oh, as man. as a pitcher. But uh, as I said on our draft day show, I was three and zero my senior year on varsity, so I did have that going for me. Beautiful. Uh, and finally, uh, probably the biggest news I think in the past twenty four hours was unfortunately the cancellation of the entire minor league baseball season. Right. It's something that we knew was coming, and it was essentially just a matter of filing the press release. But uh, yesterday it was a made official and just uh, a confusing day where we're excited for baseball to come back, yet not all of it is going to come back. Yeah. Um, and again, this is something we, we've actually already, like you said, we've expected it to happen. And so I think we've shared a lot of our thoughts on it. I've spoken personally on this issue about, um, you know, the, the cancellation of the minor league season, what's going on with minor league baseball in general, this being an extension of that, uh, my attachment to Grand Junction, obviously, and, and, and to baseball in Colorado, that isn't just 
the Rockies um, that I think is very important. And so it's sad that we won't be getting any of that. And I've made a lot of uh, friends over the years in, in these places. Most recently, uh, Kyle Kirchival out there, uh, you know, and he had some great things to say, uh, you know, about this. And a lot of people were sharing stories. Our friend who uh, we've worked very closely with before here at uh, DNVR, before it was back when it was BSN still, Rich Allen, who'd been doing a lot of great work on the minor league circuit um, and is stuck in a limbo. And so I was just reading these guys' stories about what minor league baseball means to them. Um, and a lot of people were sharing those. So if you've got a, if you've got a chance, if you've got 10 minutes of your day, um, go and read some of those stories and, uh, maybe, maybe buy a shirt or a cap for your favorite minor league team. Cause there's a lot of people out there right now who are hurting. Yeah, well, well put. And, you know, there's been obvious discussions about, you know, the reduction of, of the minor leagues and if MLB gets its way and it, it seems like they very well could, especially if you have certain ownership groups for some of these minor league teams absolutely folding up and saying, hey, we, we can't do much of anything. Um, you know, the Pioneer League all throughout the Rocky Mountain region, we had people reaching out to us about it. So it's not even just the state of Colorado that would lose baseball, it would it would be two teams in, in Utah and Idaho and the state of Montana. Just it, it, it's all gone. So it's it's very sad. And, and hopefully maybe maybe some good will come of it. And and MLB will kind of be a little kinder to to the minor leagues and say, you know, we're not going to reduce the amount of teams just yet. It would be too much of a hardship hardship to 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 finish a season in 2019. And then you never get a chance to say goodbye. That's it. It's just washed away. The 2020 season doesn't exist. 2021, the team doesn't exist. And to not have that moment to come out to the ballpark one last time, say your respects. I did in Colorado Springs when the Sky Sox were in their final game in AAA. I, I grew up going to that ballpark and saw so many you know, great prospects come up through those ranks. And, yeah, they're going to still be around as the Rocky Mountain Vibes, but not as AAA. I got to say goodbye, and there's – thousands of fans across the country that if 42 and now i'm hearing even 43 teams get cut from minor leagues they'll never even have have had that chance to say one final goodbye to the team that they loved so fondly right in their backyard uh, i need a beer <laughs> that's 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 brutal man that, that's absolutely brutal the only thing that can take the sting off of that is a breck brew that's all i've got i've been drinking the mile high copper lagers I've been drinking the Hot Peak IPA because it is that time of year for me. But if you got it within you to get on down to the farmhouse out there, I, I highly, highly recommend it because you can use the <laughs> promo code DNVR. You get five bucks off some delicious food and booze from the farmhouse. You call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 p.m. That's noon for you. You can get some uh, delivery. You can get some pickup. However you want to do it, you can order ahead of time. Get some delicious food, some delicious beer from our great friends over at Breck. Take care of yourself uh, in these times with a little bit 
of comfort food. And I'll tell you another thing that you can do with that Breck brew is you can use it while you're studying your classes at MSU Denver online. You know you gotta add tools to your toolkit, whether you've got your degree, whether you're starting a new degree, whether you wanna finish one up, whether you just want a few extra tools in your kit. MSU Denver online, which you can check out all of their stuff at msudenver.edu slash online, find their classes, find their courses, because they've almost certainly got something to offer that's gonna help you tackle this world in a new and better way, especially as we come out hopefully soon on the other side of some of this crazy 2020 stuff. So you don't wanna be getting an online education from people who are just now figuring it out. Go to the experts at msudenver.edu slash online. So as we mentioned before, it is of course, Patrick. Bobby Bonilla Day. Why don't you explain to the folks a little bit what that even means? Well, uh, Bobby Bonilla was a baseball player. He signed a lucrative deal with uh, the Metropolitans uh, after coming up with time and ultimately when he came uh, came time for the end of his with Mets, the Mets, uh, they in fact, they had deferred some payments, I think, already. And they said, well, you know what? Let's hold on a second. Before we, you know, pay out the remainder of his deal, run it up to, uh, you know, the, the, the accountants at the Mets. Uh, and this was during the Steve Phillips, Phillips days when he was the general manager. And they said, Let, let's crunch the numbers. And they said, well, you know what? At 8% interest, you know, we can give him, you know, we can make even more of that money back. So it's okay. We'll go ahead and gladly pay him a million dollars for every year, you know, for the foreseeable future for 30 years because, shoot, we're going to get 13% back and we're going to be turning a profit. That's better for us. We're going to make more money. And the reason we're going to make more money is because my good buddy, these are the, this would be the Wilpon speaking, yeah. our good buddy, Bernie Madoff, Bernie Madoff. He's got a really good strategy to really make sure that we get our money back and then some. And if you Oops. don't know who Bernie Madoff is, you don't understand Bobby Bonilla Day. Uh, and so that is why for, I believe it was 30 years, he's going to get a million dollars on July 1st. And that's a pretty good deal. No two ways about it, especially at 8% interest. It's, yes. it's better, you know, we, we, if you invested money recently and, you know, the bank gives you nothing. You know, back in the day when, when Drew, you and I were kids, you'd have like a little bank statement book that you, maybe you'd put some money in if you got some, you know, cash on your birthday. And it, it could really accrue some value slowly but surely over time. And now it just doesn't happen in the bank. So uh, that is why we have Bobby Bonilla Day. Thanks to these wonderful things called deferred payments and deferred yeah. contracts. And that's not the only one around the game of baseball either. No, the, there are some other pretty crazy and famous ones. I will say that, yeah, when I was watching the movie, I don't know if you saw the one, um, uh, Robert De Niro plays Bernie Madoff. And I think it was a, it was a made for HBO movie. It's pretty good. If you don't know the story, check it out. So you'll know a little bit, but I was very disappointed no Bobby Bonilla. I was like, look, it's an important part of the story, damn it. They, they didn't, I think they barely mentioned the Mets in there. And like, I get it. Cause like, 
for them that's not really what the story was about but for me i'm just like looking for the part i was like do the part with the mets it's so weird and interesting <laughs> but uh, it wasn't really i mean it was he, bernie madoff did the mets. i think what he by uh, the wizard of lies was the name of the movie yeah oh yeah yeah, if you buy The Wizard of Lies uh, on DVD, there might be a deleted scene of, uh, of you know, Bobby Benin taking batting practice. And they go, yeah, it's not really that important. I don't know that we need to bring in – I think Billy Crystal might have even directed that scene. <laughs> right. This is just, I just want him on just TV in the background something. <laughs> just, um, so, yes, as you said, this is the most famous uh, deferred payment because Bobby Bonilla was never – you know, a superstar player, and he got ultimately what amounts to one of the cushiest contracts of all time. One of the things, another, while we're recommending films for people to go check out, if you've never seen the 30 for 30 broke, if you've ever wondered how guys who make a whole lot of money can go totally broke, there's actually a lot of avenues for that to happen. And it's extraordinarily common. And one of the things that allows that to happen is that guys tend to get a lot of money at once, including getting a lot of money at once in their, in their lives, which is from the time they're 20 to you know 34, 35 years old. And then nothing after that and having no planning skills or, or long-term thought be able to do it. You've got pretty much a built-in armor against that. If every year on July the 1st, you get a check for $2 million, <laughs> regardless of what you did that year. Yeah, you you almost want a deferred payment, right? Like, yeah. just take it out right away. You know, it's ultimately if you have a retirement fund, you're you get your paycheck, you put in a retirement. But this, it's it's built right in for you. So the Mets have done this before. In fact, they did it recently with with Jacob Degrom when he signed a five year extension, uh, and deferred fifty two and a half million dollars. So that's the largest deferment uh, in in the history of baseball. And so he'll get that money. Um, until like 2035 and 2039. You know, the year 2039, when we're all going to have two, not one, but two flying cars. Right. Because you know, we should have had one by now. Well, so by 2039, we'll have two. Uh, Brett Saberhagen, who's a, a former Rockies pitcher, uh, he negotiated extension in, in 93, again with the Mets, and he wanted these deferred payments a uh, quarter of a million dollars for 25 years. They started in 20, uh, 2004, uh, and they're going to last until the year 2028 when Brett Saberhagen is 63 years old. Not bad for a retired baseball player. That's that's the way to go, man. That's the route. That's the that's the ticket. You you're if this is on the table for you as a ball player and you don't take it, you're thinking way too short sighted. For sure. Matt Holliday did the same thing. He's going to get $1.4 million every year through 2029. And so the final year, and in nine years from now, that'll be 13 years after he played his final game for the Cardinals. Again, that's fine. that works out for both the team and for Holiday, but you think, man, it's going to be hard writing that check, you know, especially if you have a new ownership group. You go, who the hell is Matt Holiday, and why are we giving him one point four million dollars? Like, ah, oh, he played a long time ago. Who negotiated that deal? Right. Um, now, Larry Walker, he uh, he deferred eighteen million dollars, notably in the two thousand two thousand one off season to help sign Mike Hampton. So that's something you see a lot in, in football when you know you're trying to move some money around to to free up. Uh, some room, you know, uh, under the salary cap. Right. So Walker ended up doing that. Mike Hampton, who 
again, we might not get to the conversation of worst all-time contracts, uh, but he had some deferred payments. He signed an eight-year, $121 million contract back in the 2000-2001 offseason. It was the largest contract given to a player at that time. Drew, do you remember how, how many years he was even with the Rockies? Two? If you had to guess. I'm sure it felt like an eternity. Bingo. There you go. That's why that's why we can't have you play hit for the cycle. Yeah, you, you got you you've not gotten a question wrong. <laughs> the way you set it up, I went, okay, so it's it's a little bit shorter than I think. And I was remembering like a three or four years. So the way you were like you, you, you led me into okay, it's shorter than I think. I'm going to. He was an all-star. His first year he right. was actually an all-star. Mm-hmm. He won two silver sluggers. So I mean, decent Good amount hit. of hardware for a guy that ultimately was, you know, negative war, but um, he would pinch run sometimes. Actually, he could. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was the Jeff Hoffman of his era, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> but he uh, he was paid $1.9 million uh, a year plus 3% interest from 2009 to 2018. So ultimately, after he, he the Rockies were done paying him, they said, well, let's hold back some of this money and we'll pay you over the next nine years. So they just recently his deal on uh, December 17th. 2018. Wow. Uh, Todd Helton is another guy. When he signed his two-year contract extension in 2010, he deferred $13.1 million, which helped the Rockies sign uh, extend uh, cargo, Jorge De La Rosa, in 2011. But he had deferred payments, uh, like I said, from 2014, and they're going to go until 2023, <laughs> uh, $1.3 million annually with, again, 3% interest to them. Yeah. It's a, it's just, yeah, it's a great deal, man. And, and the other thing so, that's, so it, yeah, I was going to say the, the other thing that's really funny about the, um, the, the Todd Helton one is that those are for, of course, you know, those final years when he, he was not that productive and you look at that money and you're like, you know, for a team that has to sign the, the Matt Kemp's of the world and didn't go out and get, uh, whoever you wanted this off season, it does make you wonder like, is that a good use of their, uh, you know, I can see like it's nowhere near as bad as the Bobby Bonilla Mets thing, but it's, it's tough to see a, a team like the Rockies doing that, but they're nowhere near the Baltimore Orioles when it comes to, the, they apparently have not learned their lesson ever on this thing. <laughs> no, they have not. Good, good call. Yeah. The Orioles have, have been a, a frequent offender of this. They, they signed Alex Cobb. And you go, who's that? Okay, I get it. He's in the American League. He's also in the East. But they saw something in him after you know a couple decent seasons with the Tampa Bay Rays. Four-year, $57 million deal, deferred $20 million. So he's going to get $1.8 million from 2023 to 2032. Uh, Alex and, Cobb, famous yeah. from the sentence, oh, yeah, Alex Cobb. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Kashner, who hasn't played with them for a couple seasons, he's going to have deferred payments till 2021. Do you remember the name Mark Trumbo? Sure. He was good for a minute. He's getting paid through 2022. Darren O'Day, who's still an active ball player, he's getting paid through 2023. And uh, this year, J.J. Hardy, the guy you mentioned uh, recently on one of our podcasts. They're still paying J.J. Hardy. And oh god, still paying J.J. Hardy. And... Ubaldo Jimenez got a nice little deal after ultimately having been retired for two seasons. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They they like doing that in that mid-Atlantic region because the Nationals 
uh, have been a team that have taken it to another level. When Max Scherzer signed his seven-year, $210 million deal, uh, he got a $50 million signing bonus to be paid out over 14 years. So that, that had been the largest deferral before DeGrom. So he's going to get $15 million a year every year from 2022 to 2028. Let that sink in for seven years. What? He, yes. And he's not the only guy in the Nationals. Strasburg signed a deal like that. Yeah. Patrick Corbin has signed a deal like that. And guy who just uh, has been out of the league for a little while, he's, he's pretty much done, is, is Rafael Soriano. Similar deal. And uh, I even read uh, from a source, if it's to be believed, and seemed very reliable, uh, Daniel Murphy got a nice $3 million check earlier this year uh, from the Nationals as well. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, no wonder guys love that organization. At least they got a World Series out of it. It's a lot harder to critique their use of it when all those guys are playing well and, and very directly helped them win a World Series. <laughs> but it, it does, like, make you think, like, and, it, and it's such an easy move as a GM, too, because you're, like, the chances that you're around <laughs> straight up as a GM of like the Baltimore Orioles uh, a decade from now are pretty low. Like GMs don't tend to hang around that long. So, you know, once it's really a problem for your roster construction, when you're paying a bunch of guys money to not play for you when they're well past their playing days, it's like, well, somebody else's problem now. <laughs> Yeah, it's that that can be certainly tricky and and man, it, it it's I think it's becoming more and more common and 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 these are only the ones that we know about, right? right. It certainly could go on, you know, well past that. You know, Ichiro, I I think he's going to be like the fourth highest uh paid player on the Mariners. Now he's not on the Mariners anymore, but you know, because of his deal, he's getting paid through 2032. <laughs> so he's getting a nice lump of sum. Griffey worked out a deal with the Reds, so he's getting 3 million dollars every year through 2024. And possibly the, the, the strangest deal ever, the, stra- the, the craziest one ever, is a gentleman by the name of Bruce Studer, who is a Hall of Famer, a Hall of Fame reliever back when guys would go two, two three innings. Um, he originally signed a, a six-year, $9.1 million deal. I think this might have even been in 1980. Well, <laughs> he, he ended up deferring payments to the point of he got he's getting paid 1.3 million dollars every year for 30 years and his final payment is a balloon payment in 2022 of 9.1 million dollars wow. so yes the original deal was 6 years 9.1 million dollars and now in 2022 he's just going to get all of that 9.1 million dollars tacked on to everything he's already made up to this point absolutely amazing and then my favorite one of all time isn't even a person. It's a team. It's the greatest business deal in the history of business deals. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Bring me the one that's better. Bring me another business deal that has these two words in it. In perpetuity. Mm. The, that, that's some Shark Tank stuff right there. Yeah. That I mean, that's the... Yeah, the, the, the Spirits of St. Louis, the old ABA basketball team, still collects a check from four different members of the NBA now, uh, who all used to be part of the NBA. Every year, not for 30 years, not for 25, not deferred payments, in 
perpetuity. For those of, of us that didn't do so great on our SAT word score, that means forever. It means what? The, <laughs> for forever. Ever. Thank you. It's just, oh man. I, I'm not, what those owners just, they don't have to do anything ever. They just get a huge sum of money every year. And it's a percentage of the television deals that the Nuggets, Nets, Spurs, and the fourth one, I can't remember right off the top of my head, Rockets? A couple of those original ABA teams that, that came into the NBA in the yeah. 70s, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's those yeah, it's, TV and, and, deals. And the owners, and that's one of the reasons why owners say, oh, you know, running a baseball team isn't that lucrative because, man, we or we took a loss and, and things of that nature. Like, well, yeah, because of you moved some money around in the past. Right. So now when you got to pay Matt Holiday, you know, a million and a half every year going forward, well, that you negotiated that deal in the past like that that that's all a part of the ongoing conversation and okay that's that's fine you can you can talk about that but ultimately that was something that 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 was your deal you you made that happen so it's it's really not as bad as you might think it's that that's that's those your accountants moving those numbers around and if you did it once you actually could very easily do it again point extremely well made and so because of that, we know that the long wait for baseball is soon to be over. We also know that the wait for legal betting here in the state of Colorado has been over for some time. Hopefully, you've got that DraftKings Sportsbook app already downloaded. If you haven't, do so and make sure to use the promo code DNBR when you sign up because you can get a sign-up bonus of up to a thousand bucks. If you've not yet had a chance to listen yesterday as I'm speaking, so that was Tuesday, I went on the DNVR Bets podcast live show here on our network and spoke with RK and Andre, Dre the math magician, uh, about a lot of specific bets are out there for the Colorado Rockies last night. When I was talking to them, their over-under was at 26 and a half, which I feel pretty good about the over on that, there are some pretty interesting bets in terms of Nolan Arenado leading the league in home runs or RBI. Those those are good looks. If you like where Trevor Story's at, is a little bit more of a longer odd choice. Uh, there, there's some good potential payouts there. Lots of great stuff available now where there hasn't been for the Rockies. Or even if you just want to go around the league, if you feel like you really know the rest of the league. I think the over-under on the Padres, for example, is way too high. Um, the Cardinals are for some reason a long shot to win the World Series. The Cardinals should never be a long shot to win. In no season ever should the Cardinals be a long shot. Not, they're not like the longest shot, but they're kind of in the middle of the pack. So you can win some good money there. And the way you can do that is you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, you know that it's safe and secure. It's not one of those weird offshore operations. You can withdraw and deposit your funds anytime. Totally legal, all based right here in the United States. And there's all kinds of bonuses and special deals. And now that baseball's back, we're going to be able to communicate with them, get you some more Rocky specific types of bets. This player over that player, who's going to get more hits, who's going to get more wins, strikeouts, stuff like that. So you can use your Rockies knowledge to your advantage and win yourself a little bit of money. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users get a sign-up bonus of up to 
bucks. That's right. That code DNVR can get you a sign up bonus up to a thousand bucks. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires 25 by playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. And now, I am very excited to welcome to the show our first subscriber guest slash uh, participant slash guinea pig guinea pig (laughs) testing out our new game hit for the cycle playing for a sticker pack here from dnvr our good friend chris what's happening man how you doing doing awesome uh first of all just tell us how excited you are that baseball's back man no i'm ready <laughs> just, just. Oh, are, are you going to watch every single summer camp game and and dive in? Probably. <laughs> uh, get an idea on all these bets to make. There you go. There you go. That's it. That's the right attitude to have. Excellent. Who? Who? Um. What? What player are you most excited to see back for the Rockies right now? Like who? Who you've been dying to see on the field playing back in purple? I'm a big Ryan McMahon fan. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna have a breakout year, even though it's sixty games. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they right if it counts as a a breakout year. But I'm with you that that guy's ready to reach the next level. All right, Chris, are you ready to hit for the cycle? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. All right, Patrick, I handed over question number yeah. one. I was going to say, do we, do we want to go over the rules again really quick just so everyone remembers? It's going to be four questions. The, you're going to get uh, a single. Should be the first one is a Rockies question, right? The second one for a double will be a non-Rockies question. Third one for a triple will be a Rockies question again. Hopefully quite a bit more difficult. That fourth one should be the toughest one for the home run. Uh, then you, you've won the cycle. Now, you do have three lifelines here to remember uh you can ask me for a clue hopefully i know the answer because if not that's totally useless to you. you can make it into a multiple choice question so you know you can narrow down your options there have we figured out the google thing patrick do we think we can do that yet or do we want to just run with the two lifelines for now let's go with two for right now yeah. okay all right just the two lifelines sorry chris chris is gonna need it chris, chris isn't gonna this. need it chris got this. has this We'll see. Chris has got this. (laughs) All right. All right. So question number one. Question number one for our good friend Chris Hill is going to be, what number does Ryan McMahon wear? Uh, That'd be 24. We're looking for 24. 24. Said that with confidence and right away. I'm feeling pretty confident. There we go. Got it. What's funny is I, I, I was pretty sure he was right, but then I second-guessed myself. <laughs> I did for a minute, too, after. <laughs> I was like, oh, is it not long, 24? Long silence. No, nailed it. Too long of a hesitation by the host. Okay. All right, we got a level two question here. We got a level two question. It's going to be this. What MLB team has won the most World Series? What MLB team has won the most World Series. 
would be the New York Yankees. Okay, so you have two lifelines, but you're saying <laughs> you feel confident about yeah, who's won the World Series, yes? Powering through. Now, the Yankees. Cardinals are second. Okay, easy now. Easy. <laughs> Very <laughs> confident. Look, look at right. this. Most World Series New York Yankees? That would be correct. Oh. That's right. Yes, they've got 27, followed by the St. Louis Cardinals, the most in the National League. Look at that. Okay. Man, we're on to number three. Still has both of his lifelines. You can ask Drew for some assistance, or we can get make it into a multiple-choice question. All right. For the How triple. They say that sometimes this? the triple is the toughest part of the cycle. Not in our game. The home run's still the toughest, but it gets tough now. Let's see what you got. Chris, how long have you been a Rockies fan? Uh, since they broke ground for Coors Field back in 1993. All right. Okay. All I grew right. up watching the Cubs and the right. Braves because that's what uh, was on what TV. we had on, on cable during yeah. the summer. But, yep, been following the Rockies ever since they came into existence. That's it. Cubs. Got an OG. That was it. 93, finally, Colorado comes around. So you may have even been watching this game here because question number three for the triple is what team – did Colorado play in their first regular season game on April 5th, 1993? That would be the New York Mets. Looking for the New York Metropolitans in the first ever game. That would be correct. Wow, he's full three for three here. Alliterating our game. I don't think you can double up on lifelines, right? Yeah, we're (laughs) That's what I was thinking, making a multiple choice and then as Drew. Yeah, right. And then I and then if I'm still not helpful, then we know. <laughs> then we know it's bad. Then we know the question's too hard. Yeah. All right. So I think we're we're gonna mm, how hard should we make this next one here? It's gonna be it's level four, so it, it is going I mean, to be hard. This is for all of an entire sticker pack. <laughs> so <laughs> we gotta make it real challenging here. Can't just be giving those away. Okay. All right. Question number four to complete the cycle going for the home run. Question is long-winded, but it is this. In the year 2000, Todd Helton became only the fifth player in MLB history to bat 370 with 40 or more home runs and 140 RBI. Which player did it first and did it the most? He did it four times. Don't believe Damn. anyone else said he even done it more than once. Okay. Again, we you can ask Drew for a clue as he shifts a little <laughs> uncomfortably in his seat, or we do have multiple choice. Again, but I can't use both, both, huh? Cannot use well, maybe, maybe. Maybe for being our guinea pig on the very first episode, you, you can get a, a one-time golden offer of doubling up on lifelines. All right. You I might want to s- know. You might want to start with multiple let's, choice. Let's start with multiple choice, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. So our our multiple choice that we got here, there we go, is going to be for who did it first, who did it most, Batted 370 with 40 home runs 
140 or more RBIs. He did it first. He did it most. The options are Chuck Klein, Rod Carew, Hack Wilson, and Babe Ruth. Again, this man did it first rather unbelievably. Like, oh, my gosh, this guy's doing things we've never seen before. Like hit 370 with 40 or more home runs and 140 or more RBIs. And eventually did it four times in total. Did it three more times after that. Must have been a pretty good ball player. Right. I know Babe Ruth had a lot of homers and had a lot of RBIs, but I'm not sure if he was a good average hitter or not. Rod Carew was a good all-around player, but he's the most recent of that group, so I'll probably throw him out. Okay. Not a, not a big power hitter either, Rod Yeah, Carew. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem like it. I think that's a good choice. All right, I'm going to ask Drew for a hint. Oh, this is brutal. <laughs> uh, what, what's, see, what, I, what's your gut instinct, Drew? What are, you, what are you leaning most towards here? I mean, I'm 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 with I'm with Chris's logic so far. Carew didn't have the power to make it happen. Babe Ruth, I don't think hit for the average, and it, it feels like too obvious of the answer. I want to lean toward a guy called Hack because uh, it's everything I remember about is why he was called Hack. The guy could could rake. Uh, I I just don't remember Chuck Klein's numbers well enough, so I'm just trying to think of a way to. To offer you a clue, I extended this one-time golden offer, and it turned out to be useless. It, it, this, <laughs> this, this I, was towards, I was leaning towards Hack Wilson just because that's a guy that I remember, and he played, you know, a while back. But Chuck Klein is just somebody I don't know a lot about, so I'm wondering if uh, he's just kind of snuck in there to be the inconspicuous choice. Yeah. I feel like if he did that four times that we would have heard more about him over the course of history. You would so hope. So, Chris, you're, 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 what you're saying is if you can hit bat 370 with 40 or more home runs and 140 RBI in the same season, you do it four times, you're probably going to be – there's going to be a lot of talk and a lot of conversation about this guy. That's what, that's what you're saying? That's what your thinking is? Yeah, so that's why I think I'm going to get rid of Chuck Klein. So I'm going to I'm going to go with okay. The answer is Babe Ruth. Oh, we all oh, thought no. it. Oh, oh, brutal. Oh, I just didn't think he had the he hit he had enough average to make that happen four times. Yeah, yeah, did it did it in 1920 the, for the first time. Hack Wilson does have the record for most RBI in a season with, I believe it's. 193. Um, maybe it's yeah. maybe it's even between those two because they ended up actually adding um, an RBI to them. They went oh, back, that's right uh, in the history books to find out. 191. You are right, Chris. Look at that. Look at that. Uh, yes, but but Babe Ruth was the I'm full of useless knowledge, except apparently the home run question. <laughs> I was gonna say. I, I was trying to lead you there. I know. I was trying to take you there. I know. I was feeling that. I feel like maybe he's trying to push me towards Babe because. You know, oh, it's talked about and it's popular. Yeah. But that that was the rationale. And Chuck Klein, he actually was the only other guy on that list to bat 370, 40 home runs, 140 did it back with the Philadelphia Phillies. He's a Hall of Famer. But well, well that was good. That was since, a lot of excitement there. 
since you knew the exact number of RBI that Hack Wilson True. had, and True. you were our very first guinea pig on the on the and show here, and because Drew didn't help you, and because I didn't know the answer, um, well, we'll hook you up with a sticker pack anyway. Boom. We really appreciate you taking the time, Chris. Uh, hit me up with your info on the the Discord. We'll make sure to get it sent out to you. All right, perfect. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care, man. All right, we'll see you later. Well, that, Ooh, was, that was fun. Very dramatic there. I know. Going down to the last uh, question there. That was I, exciting. I feel I I just uh I had I built Buckner that one, man. I had I had <laughs> it there. I had the play in front of me. Um I overthought it. You can't overthink in the game of baseball. If you talk yourself away from sitting on the fastball, like okay, the curve's definitely coming. I thought you were throwing us a curveball, man. Babe Ruth, of course Babe Ruth hit real good. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> Who hit the bestest, the mostest, and Come firstest? Uh, I have no idea what the hell that question was. But I'm going to say Babe Ruth. Yes. Say Babe. Yeah. Got it. Chris, meanwhile, has got all the other specific details. That was great. Yeah. He was awesome. Uh, that was a lot of fun. If you want to join us, hang out in our Discord. Uh, you know, We'll hit you up. We'll try to get as many new people in and out. Again, we're doing these on Wednesdays. Join us for the live show. Subscribe to the youtube channel give us a like on there it'll give you a, a message a warning if you will that we're about to go live and do these shows again monday through friday we're going live at three but on wednesday doing these fun trivia shows we'd like to get as many of you in here to compete and, and share some of your love of the colorado rockies with us because without all of you we can't do what we do and and we just really appreciate having you all around and, and getting to do stuff like that that was a lot of fun yeah, that, that was. And, and again, we're going to be bringing a lot of different uh, looks on the DFA show and just kind of celebrating the, the game of baseball and talking Rockies like we normally do and, and looking at some of the exciting things around the game. Because even when there aren't games, there's the, baseball is just a great sport where there's there's so many things that, that we can talk about and get into. There's there's history on every single day. It's America's pastime. goes back like 40 or some years, right? 40, 50 years maybe? How long has yeah. baseball been around? Yeah, just something like that. Just a couple years. of years. Yeah. 56. At least yeah. 56 years. Uh, 191. No, wait, that was a different thing. <laughs> just, <laughs> just nailed it. Just the exact number, man. You got to love that. So uh, thank you all for hanging out with us today. We'll get back to a slightly more normal, uh, you know, centered on the Rockies topics of the day podcast tomorrow. We've got plenty to dive into, more to say on Matt Kemp, Yasiel Puig, the absence of Ian Desmond, how Rymal Tapia, Garrett Hampson, Sam Hilliard fit into that conversation. Uh, more thoughts, of course, on the minor leagues and maybe even more news as we continue to get closer to the Rockies starting camp, starting to play some baseball. There's just stuff to talk about. And so it'll be nice to have you all along for the ride. Make sure you're following us on all the social media at Patrick B. Lyons, at Drew Creaseman, of course, at DNVR underscore Rockies. Uh, we, make sure you're following our Instagram also, by the way, as we welcome in new member to the team, Michaela Perkins. It's a, her official first day today. We're going to be very excited to have her on this show before too long. She's been out there on the golf course today. She's been doing some phenomenal things with our Instagram account. So make sure that you're following all of that. You're subscribed to the DNBR.com. Get yourself some cool merch. Like this hat I've got on, a mask. You want to be safe out there in the world, but still show your support for your community. And remember, every time you support one of our sponsors, 
it helps them out it helps us out and it helps you out that whether you're drinking strava craft coffee throwing back a breck brew you're manscaping yes you manscaping helps us out you playing a video game on your phone a free video game on your phone wgt call that helps us out that helps out our community all of these people are right here in our Colorado community working together to try to get through this thing. And so anytime you've got an opportunity to help out one of them, know that you're helping us out directly. And we cannot thank you enough or appreciate you enough for doing so. All that said, we can only hope that you continue to be absolutely awesome out there. I promise you that we will continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.